So we're going to add a content warning on the beginning of this episode for children in peril. Listen with care. Son of a bitch. I haven't heard that forever. Yay. I'm not doing right. it again. I don't care. We're playing day trippers. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Take away time. One way ticket. Yeah. And you know, it took me so long to find out, but I found out. Let's get sued by Michael Jackson's estate now. <laughs> it's been I've a long night. Oh, oh, Christ. punch drunk. You are, in fact, you have not had a lot of sleep. You've had a very, very eventful, oh, for last 48 or maybe even 72 hours, you know, between being chased by drones and then having to flee the your your camp and then making it to your rv and then meeting the terminationer and dealing with him and then moving in the direction where he had gestured uh and running into the tunnel people where you get taken down into there you there has not been a whole lot of sleep and then you did take some sleep last session but you broke it up in bits because jack was worried that you know, people had to stand guard. So no one has really had a full night's sleep in several days. You've you've walked, you know, 100 kilometers. You're in this underground city where you meet these tunnel people. And, you know, uh, I mean, all seems pretty good. They're, uh, they're a little weird, and they're definitely uh, highly uh, communist, anarchist kind of ideology going on. There may have been a revolution here, and some people may have died, but... The ones who remain are absolutely dedicated to the idea of finishing this tunnel all the way to Union City. And so that's what they've been doing, even though they've been reduced to fairly low tech and even back-breaking labor with, like, old-school pickaxes and shovels. They're digging a tunnel. And they've also built this little city underground, and they're welcoming you in, and they say they'll find you work, and as long as you're working, doesn't matter what you do, as long as they've you know, find it valuable, you can stay as long as you want. And uh, that's not such a bad deal. There are some smaller tunnels going off the bigger tunnel. Trey tried questioning the, the head dude, but it's hard to get any answers out of them. But you do have the feeling there are alternate routes, side paths, maybe even leading all the way into Union City. They're just treacherous, locked off, and in at least some places, only about big enough for a child to get through but of course anything a child could get through an army of drones could get through so it's a concern and those sections have been walled off that's about where we left you if not for the very last scene we've encountered this small child named whisper who seems to have taken a liking to ula right at the end whisper leans in close to ula says i like you 
but then says, please take me away from here. That's where we ended last time around. Now, I'm assuming that no one other than Ula heard that. Like, you know, she put her lips like next you to her. You did not even hear it. Eyes. And you're sitting, you're yeah. sitting just a couple feet away. Yep. Yep. Which is probably good for now. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So yeah. I think Ula probably just blinks oh. for a few moments, like absorbing what this kid has just said to her. Yeah, and then Frenzy from the inside of the room says, hey, whisper, leave them alone. Come on back over here. And the kid runs over to the other side, gets a swat on the butt, and leaves with Frenzy. And Frenzy was the foreman? Uh, you actually haven't officially been introduced to Frenzy. He was one of those people in the blur of names that went by when you walked into the eating area. Male, female? Uh, Frenzy's male. There were so many names, I, I believe. The one they was went, Blinky. Yeah. There was a one Blinky. Is, there was a Blinky yeah. in there. Well, yeah. Blinky, you actually got a chance to talk to for an extended period. Exo is, is the leader. He welcomed you in, walked you through all the way back to where the tunnel, uh, where this, this side of the tunnel starts. And at that point, there was a work shift coming out. Leader of the work shift was Blinky. Exo handed you off to Blinky, and Blinky gave you the the 411 and dumped you off at the eatery and that's where we left you and uh that's where you met whisper and like a score of other people whose names you can't even remember nomenclaturally diverse absolutely diverse but it doesn't really matter because they've all left and you're the only ones left in this area the work shift uh is officially over so it's like there is a night shift getting ready to go in but that's all different people and they're coming from the other side of the compound where you are now it looks like everybody's eaten, and now they're going to bed because they're fucking tired. And are they just kind of falling out wherever? Do they have, like, separate, like, sleeping accommodations? Uh, I can bring up the picture again, but basically it's it's a large underground complex, which has been both naturally formed and then extended. They've dragged in all sorts of materials. I mean, there's basically, like, Quonset huts and ladders and levels and platforms. Uh They've really decked this place. It is an underground town. And there's many places where there's nobody staying in there. Just like a cavern that was burrowed out when there were more people here. Sure. Somebody used it as a living space, but nobody's in there now. So they just sort of wander off to their own little, they've either got a lean-to or a cave, or they're up on the second level and there's sort of a corrugated hut. All sorts of different DIY shelters. Okay. And Exo told you that, or no, I guess it was Blinky who told you that uh, all you got to just find an empty one. You sleep wherever you want. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, Nash just kind of looks over at everybody and says, uh, I, uh, I mean, this seems relatively safe. I wouldn't, I still think we should probably sleep in shifts. I mean, we don't know, you know, anything about these people at all. Uh I think we would be remiss to not set up some sort of a security detail. Like that just makes sense. Sure. I agree. I do not believe that these people, I believe as a collective, they can be trusted. However, on an individual basis, I do not believe so. So I think setting up watches and, uh, keeping an eye out for ourselves would be the optimal plan. All right. I guess we find just a, an empty nook and 
kind of crash out. <laughs> Reg, we still have some stuff worse than this. Oh, God, yes. I, I was just going to uh, volunteer for first watch. Just set me up or just prop me up somewhere and I'll just I'll scan, you know? I'll do a scan. Uh, Mr. Uh, Reggie, if you would like, it can. Uh, I would like to point out, by the way, it is uh, strange to be calling a baby Mr. Um, <laughs> it's so strange. Should I, should I still be calling you Mr. Reggie? Okay. You know what, Try. I've never cared one way or the other. You call me what you, what you want to call me, you know? Okay, Mr. Uh, Mr. baby Reggie. Yeah, I love uh, it. I love it so much. <laughs> if uh, if you would like, I can set up uh, Omega here to watch alongside you. Is Omega the one that I'm piloting currently? Uh, no, and he like pulled like takes his his little pack and he like pulls out the the little bot that he got uh, right. from whatever his name was. Terminator, the Terminator, the Terminator Nixon. Yeah, that one. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Sure. I mean, whatever you feel good about. Um, I, I I just figured it. I'm feeling pretty good, and uh, everyone else gets some shut eye, and I'll just uh, I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll take first watch with your friend Omega. Well, before everyone goes to sleep, the whisperer had a bit of a message for me. Uh, oh yeah, the, the child had a message. Well, a message, a request, a plea, a plea. We'll call it a plea. It asked me, they asked me to take them away from here. Oh, God. Did she say anything else? I mean, did they? I mean, it was, they had barely a moment before they were called away by, oh, who was it? It was Frenzy and... It seemed as though Frenzy wasn't happy that they were speaking to us. I did so, notice that he slapped her. It seemed, seemed kind of out of line. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, that's what this is. A, that's what this is about now. <laughs> yeah, that's a, but that's a maybe, right? That's a maybe. The butt slap might have been don't bother the nice people or the butt slap might have been stay away from those strangers. It could have been like xenophobic or it could have been just, hey, don't be rude or something else. Or hurry up. Yeah, I don't know. I All I'm saying is that Whisperer was seemed to be making a desperate plea. So I'm not really quite sure what to do with that. I was going to ask Whisperer about where there might be tunnels for us to explore, but now I'm beginning to wonder what whether it's just some problem that Whisper has in particular, or if there's something else more sinister going on here. Uh, I don't. I mean, we can't. I mean, we're at a time and time and space. I mean, I it it's been hard enough for us to get around. I I can't imagine dragging a child into this as well. I mean. I don't. I'm open to suggestions. I, I don't. I mean, we're we're not here to blow up this this spot for these people. I mean, it seems like this is a pretty rough place to make a life. Uh, no, no offense, Ula, but uh, I I don't know. I mean, if if they're abusing her, then that maybe becomes another issue. But I don't know how well we can provide for a child. No offense, Reg. <laughs> not, uh, none, ta- none taken. I, you don't need to do none taken. And Reg just kind of puts his head down. 
Actually, uh, Todd, I I would like to to. Yeah, I, I would just say right off the bat, it, Reggie is not a child. Whatever Reggie is is in its seity. It, there is no other <laughs> Reggie. He he visually presents as a child right now. Totally <laughs> visually, I'm a, I'm a baby child, and I I, I get it. But I, maybe I want to try. I want to try something. Just give me a minute. And Todd, I want to see if I can't like project myself and find Whisper and observe what's going on right now with Whisper. Like a like a little reconnaissance, like a little lucid reconnaissance, like a psyche lucid dreaming reconnaissance, like a like a yeah, whole thing. <laughs> you want to you want to I, astral I wanna, I wanna project yourself? I want to eavesdrop and spy. Yes, without without the astral projection spell. I, I would or, like. Or you could you could ask the person with cyber clairvoyance to go stare at them. Yeah, I want to go do a nice little uh, spy. You know, I'm not. I'm a ghost. I'll be a ghost. Yeah, I hear you. Um, you got to beat a nine, though. I'm gonna try my best to beat a nine. Oh, I have to beat a nine. Wait. Oh, you can do it. I can yeah, do you it. Can hit I, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can. Yeah, you're right. I believe you, Ridge. Uh, oh, I nine on the actual on the dot. So a no button. No, it's a yes but. On the dot is a yes but. Yep. Yeah. Yes, you succeed, but something. Oh, happens. it's a yes, right? Okay, one below is gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that's why I always say you want to beat. Da da da. I, I know. I know this game. Right. That's fine. Uh, the way the way that I picture it is like a, it's like the basketball tip off. Like if, if both jumpers jumped exactly as high and they both hit the ball at the exact, exact perfectly right across from each yeah. other, if they equal, in other words, if they equaled each other, mm-hmm. you're not getting a yes out of that. The best you can do is a yes, but the ball actually just hangs there in midair while you both slap it, right? <laughs> yeah. frozen, in, frozen in time. You get, you get the yes, but. So yes, you won the tip off, but you tipped it to your opponent. Okay. Something oh, like I like that. it. Yeah. So maybe I'm a visual. I'm visible. How about that? And I'm just a floating baby in right next to Whisper. <laughs> Whisper, I'm here to observe you. <laughs> uh, okay, so Reggie starts getting that look, this strange squinting eyes thing. I'm not sure. I guess Ula has seen him do it when when you encountered the canister. So. Baby Reggie is just squinting up its face again, and the doing that. The fluid turns real... blue. The fluid color turns blue. Are you pooping uh, you know, in I... there? Don't poop in there. <laughs> it's it's if absolutely you... a poop face. If you really push yourself hard, and this actually is not the, the as hard as you would need to, but um, this is just a nine. Like if you try to do something harder than that, uh, you remember just you would get nine. nosebleeds. You get nosebleeds sometimes, and the water would like turn red, starting around your nose, probably. I like. Um, okay. But yeah. what happens? What happens now, though, is baby Reggie just scrunches up and makes little fists, and you can feel the tension. The little baby body is vibrating in the jar, and uh, like a petulant child. <laughs> and then suddenly, the baby opens his eyes. Now, Reggie, here's what you got. Okay, you're hovering like behind Whispers' head. And like a like a video game with a POV just over the shoulder of your of your NPC or of your PC, and they're going into a an, another cavern. Um, they're being sort of like hurried along, and it's not only frenzy, but there's a couple other adults here who you don't recognize. And in this room, there's quite a few other children. There's like fifteen 
maybe 20. Uh, and they're all between the ages of like five and 12. And they're all like ready for work. They've got little lantern helmets and uh, they're being handed pickaxes. Yeah, they're, they're getting the kids ready to, to do a work shift. And none of the kids are happy about it. And you, you personally get the feeling that some of these kids are not old enough to be wielding pickaxes. But it, just at the moment you have that, that thought, Whisper turns around in your view and looks straight at you with this questioning look on their face. And Whisper is a girl. You know that for sure. And you didn't know that a minute ago, but now you know it because you feel them. They oh, see yes. you. And then you pull, and then it stops. You pull okay. back. And can I say something, or is it no? Yeah. You can, oh, to to them, no. So, well, to whoever sees me, or like to whisper because I'm closest to her. I, I, if I if I can, it's okay. I just I wanted to say something reassuring. There is there is no audio. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Oh, then I just I want I want her to just see me mouth the words soundlessly then because that'll just be creepy. That'll be creepier probably, right? But what, I don't know that. Word? My, my, my words are, don't worry, I'm, I'm here to help. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say to her. And, and your now, last, now just, the uh, last thing is, is whisper with this just like wide-eyed, shocked look on her face. Walk by. Hey, so we probably could have guessed this, but there's just a, a shitload of children with pickaxes and all kinds of crap. Like, we're getting ready to go to bed. They're getting ready to send these kids out into the goddamn mines. So that's no good. I mean, it's not great, but... I mean... So now it's just, like, it's not just Whisper. Now it, now we are just, you know, we, we, we're freeing all the children. I'm getting I'm getting images of, of um, what is it? Uh, the Temple of Doom, I think, is what I'm getting images of. We're just, we need to free all the children now. I, no, I mean, I... I mean, after I, you take it, you get some sleep, of course. Yeah, no, no, I mean, I, I feel what you're saying, but, like, it, it, like, is this this world? You know what I mean? Like, Right. I, um, I mean, even if it is, uh, right? Mr. Like Nash, at one point in our Earth's history, it was also part of that world's culture to uh, put children into labor. And I know from my own past that me and my clatchmates were also put into, albeit not manual labor as these children, if baby Reggie is, is to be believed, but labor nonetheless. And uh, I also get the sense that something similar from Ula's past uh, may hint at the fact that it is fairly common in this world as well. Well, I mean, you are absolutely right, but let me interject. I, we never really made it clear that this happened to Ula as a child. I kind of got the idea she was already at least a teenager when all these experiments began. Yeah, yeah she was older. She was um, So it doesn't feel like forced labor uh, in the... Yeah. I mean, that could be Trey's interpretation of it, though, right? Like, from, yeah. from, from what he's reading. However, I, when it comes to you and projecting. your clash, when it, when it comes to you and your clashmates, it's absolutely true because you guys were used on missions before you were old enough to really understand what you were involved in. We're going to start calling Trey Ender. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Hey, Todd. Um, hypothetical, if I were to show up in the city with a bunch of children with no parents, what would happen to them? Uh, very hard to say, but uh, they would have to go through in-processing. Uh, they would be handed over to the the, the corporate board of the city and the uh, I, I don't remember exactly which arm of the bureaucracy would would take care of them but they'd have to be processed in as citizens which means they'd all have to get a, a PID chip injected and then they'd have to have records made it does happen quite often in fact there are stragglers coming in from the war-torn zones that you know stand up in line stand in line you know for days to immigrate into Union City and so there are processes for this. Um, they have to go through some medical procedures. They have to get the shit planted. And records will be created for them. After that, it's a little more up in the air. They might be up for bid. Corporations might wish to uh, involve them in clash training. Or they might have to go to foster homes, which means they're going to spend some time in something like a JV <laughs> hall because there's simply no other place to put them until we figure out where to put them. It's not like there's uh, lists of people waiting for dirty children from outside. Yeah, I mean, oh, I wasn't sure how humane their handling of children from outside the city was. So I was just, like, contemplating whether or not she would well, be like, yeah, I'd be better off there, or age. she's thinking, yeah, I, I think that your feeling is in the long run, they might be better off there. But in the short run, it's going to separate them from each other and from the adults that they know and place them in the, the care of people who are not really caregivers, but more like bureaucrats. Yeah. Okay. That answers that question. Um, she kind of wrinkled her nose and she's like... Would they be all right if we took them to the city? Probably, eventually. I don't know what would happen to them. Many of them might be um, eventually taken on by different corporations and brought into the system. And, you know, they might find work and some education. I don't know. But I just don't know that. I don't know if it's better or worse. I really can't tell you. Probably healthier, probably fewer diseases, probably better food, but... Even though that not all of those children, of course, will, will end up with houses. Most of them, statistically speaking, most of them will end up in the squatter town or one of the sprawls, maybe living on the street. I mean, if the... I mean, this is their... They'll get their thousand a month, though. Yeah. They'll get their UBI. So it's like they won't starve to death. That's the one thing you know. If you get in processed as a as a city citizen, you're getting your thousand a month. So you won't die. Well, at least you won't die of starvation. <laughs> I mean, I again, I, I don't know that this is as unfortunate as this may be. And I'm not saying that I like it. I, I don't think that this is where our focus is. It sucks. It sucks for them. Um, but this is the only family that they know. I mean, we don't know anything about this. I mean, Ula, have you seen 
Like, is this common practice? Are there children at work in the cities like this? I mean, this is obviously a step removed, right? I mean, these are people that have been forgotten about. What it's accustomed to in the city is a lot like what Trey and, and even Nash are accustomed to. Uh, if children are put to work, it's not manual labor. It's more like um, corporate sponsored anything from entertainment to content production to, well, in the case of Clatch, it's called training exercises. But in fact, these Trey and his Clatchmates, before even, you know, 10 or 12 years old, were actually placed in deadly situations. So that's not normal. That's because the Clatch that, I mean, the corporation that they work for is an intelligence operation. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general, you know, they'd be fine. They'd probably get some education. They would certainly have a roof over their head. They'd be fed. They'd have their UBI. Um, and they could possibly become productive citizens, or they might just end up in the squatter town. I don't know. Their fates will be, I don't know, unknown to me. It's a, ch it's a challenge to start from nothing. You, you said the first part, but I'm wondering if you if you're going to say the second part of the vision that you had. Which which part? Well, okay, so which part? I thought I said the whole thing. That there was well, a bunch of show. What was the second part? She saw you. You give me a give me a brains. Roll. Oh, the whole. <laughs> this is the whole man in the car's name all over again. All right, brains roll. <laughs> Well, there's a six there. Do you want me to add anything to it? Or is no, it just straight up, straight brains? Okay, yeah, and this is not the man in the car thing, because if okay. you want to tell Nash that she saw you, you go oh. ahead and tell Nash that she saw of you. Of course. Okay. But here's what, here's what the brains rolls for. No one ever sees you when you do that. That doesn't happen. That's not fucking normal. The only person who's ever actually known you were watching, are you ready for this, was Frank. No. <laughs> oh, yes, I mean, Who? The Frank. Oh, the Frank. Oh, you. Frank is the only other person who ever noticed you watching them. Okay. Okay. Oh, so the, okay. Okay. All right. Let me hold on. Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. I have to make a note of that because I'm going to forget about that. Okay. Okay. All right. So there's this other little thing. Now, I, I know I get excited about these, like, about these situations, but I just want to point one more, just another thing out that kind of occurred at the end of my whole little journey there was that so whisper kind of sort of she's she sort of noticed me she saw me is that possible i mean obviously if you if you say that she saw you then she saw yeah. you but like it's possible i mean i've only seen it one there's only been sort of one other experience and uh, oh hello sorry there's only been really my my uh there's you can't see it but i have a cell phone in my my little jaw here so there's a, another only one other time um, had oh, I've noticed something like that, or I have been noticed, and no biggie. But it was, um, it was, it was Frank. Do you remember Frank by any chance? Fuck, you're not, you don't think that that she's Frank, do you? Well, you don't I've never is... experienced something like that other than him. Um, it's probably not a big deal, though. But, but <laughs> he's, he's always been him, though, right? right? I don't really know who Frank is, but I do know that this child has asked me for help, so I would like to at least find out if there's something specific, other than just they generally have a terrible life, 
or a sort of terrible life, certainly a hard life, but I want to know if there's something specific about this girl who needs help. Like, what is going on with her? Agreed. If there is... If there is something out of the ordinary happening with Whisper um, outside of child labor, then if you feel some moral obligation to relieve this child of her suffering, then that is one thing. Uh, However, if it is just a overall gloom of the situation, then I believe that might be something that we would have to consider uh of course uh i will assist the hallway, in by the way, anything that children, you want but. for for the last minute while you guys are talking you are hearing the the workforce of children uh being gathered out in the hall and marched down uh and the, the overseer's voices are adult uh you know what these are these are harsh foremen on a work gang that's the tone of voice not caring teachers at a nursery school yes i'm talking about uh they're treating these kids they're treating these kids like you treat any other worker who look if you want bed and board you gotta work so don't fucking dawdle and don't back talk get back in line now mostly the kids are doing it and it doesn't take a whole lot i'm not saying that you're hearing a lot of this but that's the tone of voice that you hear from the adults these kids are workers they're not being treated like children they're being treated like labor I mean, kind of all to look. I get excited. I know I get on a roll with this sort of thing, and I understand that our largest sort of concern lies elsewhere. But you know, it's just I'd like to put a, at the very least a pin in this. I don't really know what kind of an impact we would have, other than, you know, what, what do you even do well, besides, you know, blow the whole thing? Why? I mean, look, if, if our goal is to make it to the city. If we can, I mean, I don't even know if we have to get somebody on our side, but I mean, we could just tell them that they're here, right? I mean, maybe the city could just send someone out to either collect the kids or finish the tunnel or pull these people out of the ground. I mean, I, like, we're not in our own world, right? Like, right. I, well, again, I, it sucks. I, I, it's if if we I'll were probably, home, yeah. the, the, we we would absolutely have to do something but like we're <laughs> well, i mean you I saw mean, side all very well and good but this is my fucking home and i'm not interested in seeing children used as virtual slave labor right uh, and Dick, uh, apologize apologize uh apologies mr nash um but i do believe it shows a level of ignorance to believe that the city is not aware that these people exist I'm not that would fall in line with what the Terminationer said. Well, they the, shut it uh, down, right? They, they shut the whole tunneling thing down from that side. Yes. From the city side. So, yeah, they, they know, and I think the anger is is well-placed on the undergrounders? Is that what we landed on them? Yes. Tunnelers? Oh. Undergrounders. Tube Town. Tube Town? <laughs> I think at it this is, point, too, uh, yeah, Tube Town. <laughs> um, the Terminationer called them the Tunnel People. I believe they, they, call, they, it, they call it Tube Town. In Tube Town. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Tube Town. Uh, I think, at, yeah, at this point, too, Trey will kind of be standing in, in like, the doorway of the unit that they're in, just kind of, like, 
mostly an eye on the rest of the group, but also like occasionally side eye. Or actually, you know what? He'll probably have his he'll have his drone like on his shoulder, like looking at the like tracking the kids. So he'll have a little HUD, he'll have his HUD open with a little window of the drone's view looking at what's going on down there. Okay. And uh, just so we're clear on this, because I have a feeling it's going to come up, the hub is the backpack that you're wearing, and it has a one-kilometer yes. range. So yep. in theory, you could send your drone out up to one kilometer away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now he's keeping everything contained. He doesn't want that to get away, and then like somebody sees it and tries to grab it. So like that, everything is like close to him right now. That's All right. Well, you are fortunate back. in that the time of it, night that it is, uh, most people, most of the adults are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, the kids workforce is going in and there's really not a lot of traffic out in the main area. So if you hang behind a little bit, you know, 10, 20 meters, at least okay. uh, you can sort of yeah, follow he'll... this line of group, uh, the line of kids. He'll probably he, yeah. He'll send it out. He'll send the drone out if the group gets out of sight. At that point, he'll he'll begin to have the drone tail them. Oh yeah, Not well that's going to happen. Time. That's going to happen. They're okay. they're um they're at full march. They're they've been assembled mm-hmm. for work and they're reporting for duty. So they're basically moving at regular march speed. Okay. <sighs> Oh my god, we haven't slept at all. We have this absolute shit show of a place we're in. And it takes a little while for them to get down to the end of the tunnel where the newest work is being done. But once down there, they start breaking them up into small groups, each with an older kid as an overseer. And the smallest kids are sent climbing through the rubble. The bigger kids are pulling bits of rock and uh, sweeping and scraping and shoveling up dirt and dumping them into bins to be dragged to the surface and dumped because they're basically there to clean up crew from all the new drilling that was done by the adults a few hours ago. So they're coming in to remove the debris and pull the big rocks out of the way. So the next adult work crew comes back with a clean wall ready to work on. But meanwhile, there are cracks you know, some rock is soft, some is hard, it's kind of random. Every once in a while, they come across a fissure or a gap or a crack between two rocks. And those are, like, going to be opened out and used, you know, as leverage to open the tunnel out. But only children can fit in there. And so the smallest children are sent crawling up into the cracks and fissures to with flashlights to see if there's a way through. And what are that? So how many adults are there right now? Four. And what are they doing? They're mostly just standing around because the, the kids are broken up into three teams, uh, five kids each. The oldest kid in each team uh, is the, the leader of that team. And they're basically sending the smaller ones forward to pull rocks out of the way and clamber into holes. And are they interacting with the kids at all? Or are they just pretty much just leaving the kids to do whatever they... Uh, the adults are... are the adults are standing around uh, interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the three work groups do interact with their own group, but they've, they've got a job to do. So they're shouting, you know, a little kid will shout something back from, uh, from in the hole, you know, 
Uh, it gives about three meters. It's about three meters deep here, and then it goes down. And they'll shout things back, uh, you know, okay, well, look down with your flashlight, or they'll be yelling, don't put those rocks over there. That's a, that's a good one. That's a big one. We'll use that for walls. Put them over there. It's just work-related talk, but there is a lot of it. They've got a mm -hmm. complicated job to do. Okay. Yeah, there's enough talk for you to have gathered the, the purpose and function of this children's shift, adult shift thing. What's going yeah. on is that the adults come in, they, they make some progress on the whole. That creates a whole lot of debris. Uh, also opens up some possible fissures that may be useful in filtering the hole. So they send the children in while the adults go to sleep. The children are the cleanup crew, and then the whole cycle begins again. Sounds good. Now, I'm assuming you're watching all this through the drones. Yep. Eyes on what's happening? Okay. You, are you saying a, anything, or you're just an augmented visual display? No, I mean, unless anybody asks, Trey won't. He'll just observe. <laughs> Okay. I was just trying to think if you have a way of holographically projecting it. And I guess really all you'd have to do is route it to your wristwatch. <laughs> mm -hmm. or your I mean, I feel like. Yeah, Trey he even does. Yeah, he does have. Um, I think he's even used it before a um, a built in uh, hollow projector. Um, can I ask? Um, I, I think it's OK. The conversation's gone on so long. Have we left the eatery and found our own little place to I see yeah i think so. we did that yeah, yeah we so. did that um beforehand okay. all right so. so there's no other strangers that's what i wanted to verify whether yeah. i need to make an encounter roll or not so uh are you saying all this then trey are you letting the others know what you saw no i feel like keeping an eye yeah yeah right that makes that's makes the most sense <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason to <laughs> right exactly there's no there's there's nothing tactical that would, benefit yeah exactly there's nothing at this point that would change anything yeah. like we know that it's manual labor we know that it's child children working nothing egregious necessarily has happened yet so there's really nothing that he would that nothing for him to say that would change anything so yeah it's just a normal day at the mines in a world where child labor isn't illegal exactly yeah Tuesday. <laughs> I, I, I still, I, I still think our best bet is just to try to catch some shut eye, take some shifts, um, try to, try to rest up, figure out what our next, well, what, what's our next move here? Um, like this, this is a great place to like hide out, but they're not going to let us just hang out here until we feel better. No. Well, let, let me throw something else at you that you can that you may want to worry about. Because uh, on the way here yesterday, or just earlier today, I guess, I don't know if we're across midnight yet, but there was that vortex that had the canister in it, and the canister had a message for Ula. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get the feeling that if you stay in any place too long, they it's <laughs> like somehow Wolfram knows where you are. Yeah. I mean, I feel like tomorrow we we probably got to move, right? I mean, but but what's the end goal? I mean, Ula, this 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 is your, as you so eloquently pointed out, this is your fucking home. What are we? What can we do to help you? Like th this is an immediate concern because you're at risk, 
And honestly, it puts us at risk. And we need to we need to get answers. I mean, we can't. I mean, well, we, this we, is we your home. We were going to try and find a tunnel that was a side tunnel to the city, right? It, I mean, how long did he say that they were? They still had some ways to go, right? I mean, uh, they've got like ten kilometers to go. I mean, I, I feel like we get. He back said to it would the take. Surface. It would take two years if they kept up the pace. I mean, I, I feel like we got to bounce back to the surface and, and just just keep moving. Well, I do believe he also did mention that there were pathways into the city, and the reason they did not want people going through them was to alert the city services to the potential of them being able to enter the city. Yeah, not all of that. The, the passages may be small. Not all of that was said in so many words. I mean, the, right. the last word, the last words Blinky said was, I don't think you want to be checking out them tunnels, <laughs> basically. But you put two and two together because you're a smart guy. And you know exactly, that, yeah. uh, you know, that the reason that they've sealed them off is not just obviously now, you know, even more. They're not worried about a child accidentally falling into one or something. That's certainly right. not the. No, they're sealed off to prevent the city from coming here. Exactly. Yeah. So we find a sealed one and we break into it and try to get the city. Well, if uh, we may be able to at least injure two birds with one stone, uh, if it would put your mind at ease more, Ula, uh, Whisper might be a valuable asset in order to assist us in navigating the tunnels. It appears as though uh, they are familiar with them. That would be my Yeah, as a matter of fact, crawling through small tunnels is Whisper's job. Exactly. Well, that was why I had been speaking with them originally. I was going to suggest maybe we do that tonight, but if she's on a work detail, that seems less likely than... We need to sleep at some point. Fair. I call first watch. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back to first. All right, <laughs> yeah. I'm going uh, if, to bed. <laughs> if, uh, if you do want to alleviate her from her working condition and at the same time uh, get some rest, then we could tomorrow night during their shift kidnap her and make <laughs> our escape. There are only, uh, it, it appears to be a handful of adults that are supervising the children. I believe that the four of them could e easily uh, subdued uh, or eliminated, and then we could make our escape. Or we just wait until she's back, and then we just kind of, you know, hide her. I suppose that is also adoption. Yeah, yes, let's not actually kill anyone <laughs> this time. I said this time. Okay, let me give you this, Trey. If you were to consider going in and taking these four adults out, tactically speaking, mm -hmm. you'd have to do it so quick they didn't make a noise because you're at the end of a tunnel at that point from which the only way out is toward whoever might have been alerted. Yeah. Well, I was assuming that we'd just go deeper into the tunnel at that point. Well, the big part of the tunnel it only goes so far. So True. you'd have to... If you wanted to try such an approach, I'm suggesting that you would already have to know where your egress was. And so far, you don't. 
Yeah, we have to find one of the side tunnels that's sealed, not where they're currently working. They're working on the main face of the tunnel. Yeah, this place is actually a cavern complex, and parts of it have been like opened out, hollowed out, turned into living spaces, and then the main thrust of it, they're making use of like natural cracks in the earth to uh, to enable this tunnel to go forward. But they're not um, using yeah. they're not using the best equipment anymore. They're using like you know, 18th century technology. So a lot of it is uh, just guesswork. Yeah. Todd, how how autonomous is Omega, the little bot? Like if I if I set it down and just like gave it a basic the, a basic you know, order of like explore, could it do that? Is Omega the name you gave to the the Wolfram drone that you gathered at the city? I mean, not no, city, but- no, that's, uh, I believe that's, that one's totes. Omega is the, uh, <laughs> small bot that I got from the Terminator or Terminationer. Oh, they used to be called Fred. Yeah. I didn't like that name. <laughs> okay. That's what threw me. <laughs> Got to find you a third one. He called, he called his main one alpha. And so I fixed this one up and called it Omega. <laughs> Got to get you a third one so we can you can call it my goats. <laughs> uh, please, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, it has it has a variety of uh, basically programming macros for different sorts mm-hmm. of tactical or recon or sit in space and wait for a command. There's all sorts of commands that you can chain together in, in a logical mm-hmm. chain. So That's and good. you're yeah you're and you're a programming guy who works with machines a lot. So I would say. B to three, and you can set up any kind of logical chain you want this thing to. Now, it's not true AI, of course. It's not intelligent. Oh no! It yeah. has it has like fifteen basic pseudo military tactics that you might yeah. want a small hunting drone to perform, and you right. can chain it's like those. A, it's like a bipedal Roomba. A little more, a little more than a Roomba, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah, I think on my watch. I'm going to spend a little bit of time um, programming a uh, programming it to recon and also to map its path. Oh, totally. Yeah, that will be a programming role versus three. Uh, that is going to be a five. So, yeah, uh, that's a yes. And while you're in there, you discover something else. What is, what is it? Um. Ooh, uh, oh, all right. Wait. So this guy, the ter- so Terminationer, didn't his his dad worked for Global Nation Productions, right? True. All right. And we're, that was like a that's like a multimedia company, right? Uh, yeah. It's like if you took uh, Amazon and Walmart and smushed them together. All right. So what if... Um, and then gave them control of the global distribution chain. Right. <laughs> so, right. so how about, what if, what, if this, what if this robot is actually Termination or like stole it from their like warehouse? It, it was like a little worker bot kind of thing, right? And he just like gathered a bunch of them up and then left. So it actually has... Like the the base code of it, like it has information of global na- nation. 
So not like and not anything that I could pull from it. Obviously, it doesn't. It's not like connected to their information servers or anything. But it just gives me a little bit of knowledge in terms of their base coding structure. I I really want to give that to you, but I'm hung on the name because the name is Killbots, and, and I don't see Killbots as truly being a Global Nation product. Well, what if he? What if? All right. What if they were? originally robots used as uh, exterminators in warehouses to kill Thank all you. the rats. That's exactly <laughs> what they do. That's exactly what they do. And that's in fact what they were trying to do. They must there must have been some yeah. little lizard or something crawling on the on the wall of, of Ula's RV. That's yeah. why the first shot was fired. Exactly. Yes, exactly. They are kill bots, which means they're exterminator bots, actually. Yeah. And uh, all of their programmed commands are geared toward sitting still, watching for motion, firing your laser at small moving objects, not large human-sized objects. Right. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Little tweak of the program. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) After we we practice. Just scale the the targeting size up. There you go. Here's here's the and for you. I just, I think I just said the most important part that the and not large human sized objects. Hmm. Yeah, it turns out that's a simple function with a, a, a Boolean value. So you can flip that on and off. Right, yep. It's not part of the customer accessible code. You got beneath the surface code and you found that. Right. I can just rescale the targeting size. Yeah, yeah. It turns out that they actually wrote that code in there and then scaled it back commented it out (laughs) nice so you've got an eye on the the kids they're working it's time to take a sleep shift yeah who's sleeping who's staying awake um i'll I'll take second i guess or third if if trey took second or whatever that i'll take whichever one you want i I feel like you took second since you like you did all your stuff already (laughs) Yeah, yeah Okay, so we've got Trey. Now, I remember Reggie calling first watch also. So are you both staying awake? I, I feel like Reggie took first. Trey took section, second. Trey's, I'll take yeah. first. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm so, not sure. I think I, I not not to project onto Trey myself at all, but I have a feeling that Trey will stay up now that he has this thought in his mind. Until well, he accomplishes that's his kind goal. Of, that's kind of why I'm asking because just before so, this, you'd spent quite a bit of energy making sure that you had an eye on the yeah. situation. Yeah, now he eyes. has the idea of, of the robot and the tunnels and everything and, and mapping. So he's going to spend a few hours getting all that done. And he'll he'll so he'll probably also be up during Reggie's watch, but not actually paying attention. Uh-huh. So, and then and then I'll actually do my watch, which is watching. This is going to be a great first watch. <laughs> well, okay, so it's about three hours later, which you imagine is getting close to the end of Reggie's watch. Can I? I want. Can I do something during my watch? And you've had three hours to do whatever you want to be doing. Okay, because I want to try something. I, I want to. Tr- I want to try. Well, I want to try to uh, speak to whisper. Because uh-huh. now my head's going about the Frank thing. So now I want to speak to Whisper. You're beating a nine again. Oh, 
I have a five, so it's a nine on the dot again. That's a yes button. I'm not getting my sixes on these rolls. I'm not. I'm not feeling great. Is my little pony dice. You gotta hit the yeah, little pony. My dice. little pony dice. I know. I got. I got them. I got them. What I, is it that you wanted to say? Well, I, I guess it kind of depends. How much time are you going to give me? Can I know that? He did get a yes. <laughs> yeah, but like, but the thing is, it could be yes, but I'm going to get cut off mid sentence, which is also great. I'm, I'm really excited about that. Well, okay, I like it's like a it, message thing. I want to get like a yeah. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go meta here. Yeah. If you look at it as an action frame, it's common for me to assume that it'd be about six seconds. Okay. If you look at it in terms of your past history using lucid dreaming, like when you and Frank were maintaining that illusory bubble or whatnot, yes, um, you could keep something going for like six to 60 seconds, and then you'd have to roll again to maintain it. And that's why you I'm can't make permanent to try to get a response engine. from her. Like I want to, I'm trying so, to explore this whole thing. So what I'm trying to range out for you is that what you know going into this, I'm not going to tell you how long you have, but you know it's between six and 60 seconds. Ah, okay. All right. Well, okay. Then if I feel like I've done it, I, I want to try to re just reach out and like, well, and just, you know, whisper, whisper, can you hear me? That, that's how I would open. That's my opening gambit. Who is that? <gasps> Perfect. You can hear me. Hey, listen. We, uh, uh, damn it. Listen, I, I I feel like you and I are alike, and I I need you to I need you to, uh, to to confirm for me that you saw me earlier in my in all of my glory. You hear a scream. It's not. It's okay. not whisper. Whisper is hearing the scream, and you're hearing it through your connection, but it's broken off mid-scream. It was a child screaming. Whisper, was that on your end? <laughs> the connection is gone. This is during Reggie's oh. watch? End of Reggie's watch. It's been three hours. No, I'm, so, let me roll this. He said he was yeah. doing it during, but he didn't say exactly when. I just rolled a six. Yeah, it's exactly three hours. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done it the second that I could. And if I experienced any success, I would have kept trying to do it. But, but so, the, and that's, that's that. what you know what I mean? Like, I, like it, it's, it's, I would, this is a terrible watch because I'm not watching. I'm just trying to communicate with Whisper because now I need to explore this whole thing because this is something that she, I want to, she needs to know about. Yeah. Well, okay. assuming so, too, it could, so it could be like that something up. that you've been trying for three hours and then that at the end that. of it your watch is when it finally connected. Well, right. even, yeah. I mean, even up here on the meta level, well, I'm backing myself up. We talked about it. Uh, maybe it took us 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but it's certainly less than three hours. So you would certainly have thought of it within that amount of time. So, yeah, it's it's whenever you want it to be, basically. Are you going to okay. try again right now? I would keep I would keep trying as long as I felt like I was ha I was experiencing success to the detriment of myself. Yeah. You want to be to 10. Oh, God, it's worse that my highest is a three. So it's a seven. Shit. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm no Frank, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so... Um, whisper! Whisper! Uh, you're, you're, you're straining. You're, you're, you're getting a little bit of nosebleed. There's a little bit of red forming in the water tray. You might notice if you're looking over at Reggie. Nope. Uh, but you <laughs> cannot get a connection. And, uh, and, and just then, 
Frenzy, who you had met earlier in the in the eatery, comes running in, shouting, "Everybody up! Everybody up! We got an emergency! You're going to work now! I'm in it!" Uh, there are people rousing other people. Uh, they're getting everybody up. Everybody, wake up! Someone's in here. Someone's he's in just, here. This guy's just come charging in, and he's he's literally who's closest to the door. I'm a good it's watchman. Nash, Nash, you're literally awakened by this guy slapping you. He gets punched. Yeah, if he I fucking comes in and slaps me while I'm sleeping. He's you were closest. You were closest to the door. So yeah, he literally comes in and starts shouting and slaps you right off the bat. Oh yeah, he gets punched. He's not ready for it. All you got to beat is a uh, two. Me, uh, I got an eight. Unless yeah. you give me some kind of negative for being like half asleep, but like if I'm just kind of laying there, like he just he just oh. like fucking you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you know what? You got the warrior reflexes for years, and oh, even yeah. half asleep, even with a negative four, you still deck this guy. Whatever you want happens. Uh, I think he gets knocked the fuck out. <laughs> okay, he gets knocked the fuck out. I'm gonna give you an and. No, like no one else, like no one notices, right? So no like, one at all. There's so else. much hubbub going on. They're running past the door. Nobody even looked in here. Yeah. Uh, he gets up and, you know, just kind of like, I assume everybody's up at that point because Trey was already up. I mean, if Ula isn't up, I'll shake Ula awake gently. Ula, Ula. <laughs> I don't want to get punched. Just <laughs> like, uh, um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. By the by, the time everybody's upright and looking at each other, uh, you realize that you're the only ones left out here in this part of the city. Like everyone else, basically every adult here, has been roused oh. and run down the tunnel to whatever the hell's going on down there. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.